This is the Women in Dance Music Collective podcast in association with Brighton Music Conference and Sharp Stream.
You're listening to the Brighton Music Conference podcast. It's Ellie Tulebian here and I am joined by Sasha Wall and Jude Thompson from Women in Dance Music Collective. Hello. Hello, Ellie. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you ladies doing? We're good. How are you doing, Jude? Yeah, excellent. Now, Sasha, you brought that track to me today. I asked, I asked, asked them to bring their favourite tracks of all time, if possible, which is a really hard task. And you brought that, which has brought tears to my eyes and fills me with so much joy, just so many different emotions. Tell me about why that track is important to you. Well, as you say, Ellie, it's super hard to pick one track, which is your favourite track of all time. Um, and so I kind of had a big think about it and yeah if there was one track I ever had to choose is Massive Attack Unfinished Sympathy it makes me think of being in a field in loved up kind of way and just feeling amazing and brings tears to your eyes and it's very emotive and it's just such a classic track it's you know it's just amazing so that's it that's my favorite track of all time I've finally picked it now before we talk about WDMC I want to talk about you, Sasha, and kind of how you got into the dance music industry, what your journey has been to this point. Because you've done loads of different things, haven't you? Uh, Yeah, where shall I start? I don't want to go on all day. I mean, don't go on all day. (laughs) You're a radio presenter too, aren't you? Let's try and keep this snappy. Yeah, so like many of us in this business, I started as a raver. Yeah. Um, uh, Yeah, I was raving back in the early 90s. Um, and, you know, fell in love with, with dance music and, and the scene and the culture and, and everything about it. And it was in just before 2000 that I kind of made my move into the dance music world in full time. Um, I used to, well, I started as a promoter for Sunday Central in Ibiza. Sunday Central was a crazy, a crazy night back in the middle of the 90s. Um, and we were doing Sunday Central at Eden. Uh, which was every Friday, um, and yeah, it was a it was quite an amazing summer, and I learned an awful <laughs> lot about the dance music world, as you can imagine. Um, and that was my kind of move into promoting. Um, I then came back and was promoting club night called Scream in Bristol uh, with a guy called Dan Prince, who used to own Mixmag, um, and had a few residents like Dan Pierce, who's now known as Eats Everything. Uh, Waif and Strays, who also used to play, he's obviously a big artist now, so we were all kind of cutting our teeth in the kind of early 2000s back then. Um, I, After my promoting days, I went on to join Serious Artist Management, and Serious Artist Management looked after Judge Jules and Norman Jay, had kind of trance and house kind of uh, um, genres that we were representing, um, and then I moved from Serious Artist to start my own agency, which was Idol DJs. And I had that for a good few years. And then I moved into radio, which is the Idol Club World. Idol Club World was my first radio station. And after that, I started working with Graham Farmer from Data Transmission. Yeah. And I'm now running Data Transmission Radio. And that takes us up to here, doesn't it? And you founded WDMC. <laughs> of course, yeah. So uh, um, I've been working with the Brighton Music Conference. I was at the first Brighton Music Conference with the radio station. And obviously know Billy through that and got to know Jude um, at their wedding, funnily enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and um, we got together last year and thought that, you know, women need to be represented, amplified in the right way. You know, taking away the negative side of some of the kind of things that are spoken about with women in dance music and just 
putting a positive spin on everything. Um, so we founded Women in Dance Music Collective uh, last April. And we launched at Brighton Music Conference last year. Now, I want to talk, I want to go back to your journey a little bit from oh, the no. beginning. Yeah. Because it just seems <laughs> that everybody, when they start their dance music career, pretty much everyone is coming at it from a place where they're promoting, right? Yeah. Everyone I've spoken to today, and generally when you meet people, they've always started out in that promotional side, haven't they? Yeah, well, I think and we started in the clubs. passion, yeah. Yeah, we yeah, started on the, the dance clubs. floor. That's where we were. Um, and then it's kind of natural progression to start promoting your own nights, whether they be small or, or big nights. It's kind of it's what you want to do and you want to be able to put on those nights and get those DJs and have that amazing experience. And some of the club nights I've put on in the past were kind of the most amazing experiences to date, really. You know, just when you've got kind of 2,000 people having an amazing time in front of you and, and you know that you've put on that party and... and and they're all absolutely loving it. There's no better feeling. Yeah. Much like being a DJ, you know, when you're actually bringing that vibe. That must feel really special. Now, I'm going to move over to Jude because we're about to play one of her favourite tracks, something that has been instrumental to her passion for the dance music scene and for electronic music. Jude, would you mind introducing this for me? Uh, yeah, this is quite an old track, but again, one of my all-time favourites. It's Promised Land by Joe Smoot.
listening to the Women in Dance Music Collective podcast. An absolutely classic track there, Jude. Joe Smooth's Promised Land released back in 1988. <gasps> Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> now tell me a bit about why you've chosen that track. Well, that ties into my adventure in dance music because uh, that j- this just reminds me of being on the dance floor. Simple as that. With all my mates. And you were looking around, you could see everybody, everybody was engaged, everybody was just loving the feeling. Yeah, just so emotional when I listened to that. Sisters and brothers. Yeah, yeah. Whole thing. The there you go, part. I hadn't even thought oh, no, about that. That's it. Brilliant <laughs> collection. And uh, yeah, and that's so interesting, 88. So in 89, I lied to my parents, surely not, I haven't even told them about this, but I lied to them claiming that the only place I could go to university was Manchester. It was the only place that offered a business studies course that I had to be on. It was life or death. I basically spent four years in the Hacienda. Did you? (laughs) I'm jealous. It was the best time. The whole Manchester scene was kicking off. It was the time when you literally went out in jeans and T-shirt. You didn't wear makeup because you were going to dance. Your hair was pulled back. I mean, probably minging. Thank God there's no mobile photos. (laughs) But absolutely the best, the best years. Wow. So. So you were there during the Hacienda days? Yeah. That is fantastic. Yeah, I'm jealous. I never made it to the Hacienda. Can't remember an awful lot of it. (laughs) (laughs) That can only be a good thing. Now, what has brought you here into, you know, the dance music industry and Women in Dance Music Collective and being one of the founding founding members? Well, I guess dance music from Hacienda days and then on to sort of Miss Money Pennies, you know, Chuff Chuff, all of those amazing experiences. It's always it's always been part of my life, just I guess part of your DNA, isn't it? Everybody I come across in the industry, I just can't believe how passionate everybody is. That's what's really drawn me into working with the people here. It just blows you away. And so from being basically a raver, as Sasha mentioned, and uh, a punter, I guess I, you know, I still love going to the good clubs and festivals, kind of my scene now. But um, I moved into talent and I've always worked in the creative industries and it's always been about looking after the people. It's been about, you know, people's journeys, coaching them, managing them, getting the best deals, commercially helping them navigate their route. And I've done that, like I said, across the creative industries. And I truly believe, like with everything that's happening with AI and all the robots and all those scary things that are you know quite close to happening the one massive thing that we're not going to be able to replicate is talent is creative talent it's a massive export for the UK economy and without getting too dull I just think it's it it needs helping it needs shaping and um yeah you know I, I joined up with Sasha to create Women in Dance Music Collective and it's quite simply to amplify all the women in the industry to ensure that that their brilliance and their visibility is in everybody's mind. Yeah, and it's a wonderful thing that you're doing because it's been received by the industry so well already. You kick things off in April at Brighton Music Conference. That's where you launch with a fantastic event at Hotel Pelarocco. Do you want to tell me a little bit about that event? Because that was kind of the birth of that networking era wasn't it like I really enjoyed being there personally yeah um, and seeing relationships that started on that night flourish up until this date and I think that's really at the center of kind of what you're doing yeah I'm totally I mean so many of the events that you go to in the music industry are male dominated Um, and not that it's a bad thing because it is it's just a natural thing that's happened Um, but you you know women are so often in the minority so the first and foremost at our our event it was really nice that 
there were so many women there and and you weren't in that minority and and there was you know as many women as men there because we are inclusive it's not about excluding the boys or anything in any way um so that was the first thing it was just really nice to have that kind of spread of of both genres at the event um and then it was just really nice to to bring everybody together so that we can network you know it's not a, a formal event where you know we're all looking at certain people it's just a coming together of lots of leading women in the industry it's not just about the artists it's about the um the ARs the managers the agents the the PRs it's about all women that are Truly, you know, there's some really amazing women in the dance music industry that aren't shouting about themselves because they're not the artists, but they are, you know, real forces to be reckoned with. And, and we're here to shout about them, really. And that is fantastic. And that <laughs> is going to be the focus of this podcast is amplifying women in the dance music industry. Now, I just want to head back to something you just mentioned about networking and kind of what your event was really for. How important is it to network in the dance music industry? And to stay connected, you know, outside of your inbox. It's so important. And all of these conferences and events that we do, I always say it's like meeting your inbox because there's so many people. I love that. We work in a global music industry and there's so many people that you just don't get to meet that you could be talking every day to on email but that you haven't met. So so these kind of events are, are really, really important. So you can get that face-to-face energy from somebody which is totally different even from you know we've got video and skype calls and all of these kind of things now but there's nothing like actually being there with a person having a drink with them having a coffee with them just having a general chat and actually getting to getting to meet these people properly and and that's the great thing about it but the other thing is which we always advocate is actually when you're having a conversation that's where ideas come from yeah Exactly. It's that's, it breed, connections breeds creativity, breeds ideas. And we've seen various uh, various conversations lead to things since that networking evening, which yeah, has been brilliant. Yeah, they very inspiring. Yeah. yeah. Good word, Sasha. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, I want to kick things off with some more music. Who would like to introduce the next track? So, um, I thought we'd start with um, a lady that doesn't really need too much amplifying as she has done it very well herself already. Uh, but one of the biggest artists, that uh, female artists that have broken through in the last couple of years, and most especially in 2018, it's when she came to my attention, is the South Korean DJ called Peggy Agu. We love Peggy Agu. We love Peggy Agu. So, what I love about Peggy is she, she's a true artist. Um, she's not for you know following any kind of particular formulas or anything like that. Her music's really really original. Um, she was born and raised in South Korea. Um, she's now living in Berlin, which is obviously the hub of, of electronic yeah, music indeed. and creativity and all of those kind of things. Um, and it was a track, "It Makes You Forget," which was released on Ninja Tunes back in January, that really kind of suddenly propelled her into the stratosphere. And it's a great track. I reckon you should play it. I'm going to, this is It Makes You Forget.
Sasha and Jude, thank you so much for sharing that with us. That is absolutely amazing. It reminds me of like Chicago House. Yeah, it's really 90s influenced, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you said yeah. that at the beginning. And yeah. then when I was listening to it, it's like, oh, yeah. wow, that's Super kind of taking hooking. you back, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So yeah, she must no, be heavily really influenced by those kind of older artists, almost the forefathers of like Chicago House. Yeah, she says early 90s house music and electro and all of that kind of thing really influenced her and... And you, yeah, you can tell that in her music and it's just, there's so much music that's so formulaic nowadays and that just really grabs you and it's, you know, completely original and, and, and great. And, you, and once you heard it once, you remember it, which is the perfect track, isn't it? So Absolutely. Now, what is up next? Well, I'm very excited about the next one um, because it's one of my, well, it's my favourite band, or, or even though they are brand new. Um, it's a collective called The Tribe of Good. Now, um, I used to look after a act called The Young Punks, which is led by a guy called, Grammy-winning guy called Hal Ritson. And Hal Ritson is um, the collective of who has brought the Tribe of Good together. So it's basically a collective of different artists. And don't worry, it has got the female spin, even though that's how Hal is a guy. Um, but they have just signed a two-album two deal to Ultra Records, um, which is a big deal, obviously. And um, and their first track, Turning Up for the Sunshine, features the vocals of Vula. Um, Vula, you might know from Basement Jacks. Um, one of her, the biggest tracks that you'll probably know her from was Oh My Gosh. Oh My Gosh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> I know that, that one. one. <laughs> I try not to sing and all that. But, but yeah, that was Vula. And she also is part of the Tribe of Good Collective and does the vocals for Turning Up for the Sunshine. So this was released back on 1st of October. It's all disco, funk, infused, amazing music. And uh, so, yeah, make sure you keep, keep tabs on the Tribe of Good. You're listening to the Women in Dance Music Collective podcast. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Can I please have your attention? Showtime. Are you ready? Are you ready for start time? Let's find out.
I'm absolutely loving that. Thank you both for bringing a Tribe of Good into my life. They have a brand new fan. Yeah, I know. They are amazing. I'm lucky enough to have the, um, the whole album and it's not released yet. But mm-hmm. it is, um, yeah. I, I'll, uh, I'll play it to you because it is truly amazing. And, you know, I really if, if there is any justice in this world, then the Tribe of Good will be huge because it's an absolutely amazing album. And why is it you've got that album? As I was saying, how Ritson, I looked after as the Young Punks for six years. Um, and and so, yeah, I'm proud to say that I'm his friend. He's probably, 
he well, he is the biggest musical genius I know. Right. Um, he works with Duke Dumont. He's um, Dizzy Rascal's musical director. He's worked with Kanye West, Katy Perry, Second City, you name it. He is behind many of the dance tracks that have hit the kind of top 40 charts in the last few years. He's a truly inspiring artist and an absolutely lovely guy. So, yeah, he's uh, the tribe of good. Top combination. Yeah, yeah, totally. Now, I'm pretty excited about the next track that you guys have got listed. There's various reasons that I'm excited about this. One, it's amazing. Two, this is a young lady that is kind of immersed in a few different organisations in the dance music industry right now. Right, okay. That you are know. kind of highlighting her work. Um, and what was also striking me is that she was part of the We Are Listening campaign with Tool Room as well, who you guys, you know, you support that, they support you, yeah. which is, you know, a lovely combination and collaboration. Um, tell me a bit more about this. Yeah, so Roman Candles is a talented new young Birmingham bred producer. Um, she studied at the Royal Birmingham Conservatoire with a master's degree in technology and she plays kind of soul, disco and Chicago type house. Um, the track that I've chosen is Body Spirit, which actually came out on our Intergalactic Smuggler series for our in-house record label, Shanghai. So um, we have the normal releases, but we also have a free download series. Free downloads always get an awful lot of action because everybody likes something for free as well. Um, and and so this, you know, we still still pick our uh, tracks that are going out there very wisely, obviously. And um, and Roman's track Body Spirit uh, came out, I think it was about six months ago on there and it's got absolutely, I think it's got about eight or 9,000 plays, something like that already. And uh, yes, it's a really cool acidy house, old school feel again. Get it, 
Now, of course, we all met at Brighton Music Conference, which is the UK's biggest electronic music conference, pretty much the only one that matters, let's be honest. Just putting <laughs> yeah. it out there. The premier um, one. Yeah, and it's a place where we have networked, communicated, partied and had a good time. What are your key BMC moments? What's been a real highlight for you, Sasha? So, yeah, I've been doing Brighton Music Conference since year one and uh, it was the fifth year last year. Um, Data Transmission Radio were broadcasting from the main conference centre for both days on Thursday and Friday. Um, and, and we had DJs doing sets throughout throughout those days and I kept being told to turn the music down because there's lots of panels and debates and all of these things going on. And you know, I'm always being told, wherever I go, I'm always being told to turn the music down. But um, so, so I'd been doing that because we didn't obviously want to upset everybody that's talking in the panels. Um, but on the Friday at 4.30, so the, um, the actual main conference finishes at 6.00, at 4.30, all the panels had stopped. And uh, so I'd just come in. I'd just been outside having a fag and I'd just come back in. And, uh, and um, I like the honesty. Do you like the honesty? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't, don't smoke kids. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd just come cigarettes. back in. And um, and Billy, the conference owner, came over and said, uh, you can turn it up now. I was like, yes. So, <laughs> okay. I, so I whacked it right up. And we had a party for the uh, end of the conference. So uh, it was just her playing. And then Steve Mack did a, uh, an amazing set for the uh, for the end. And I was dancing around with Irving Welsh and Danny Ramplin and Jude was there dancing around with us. And it was just a real high point. That's it brilliant. was like everybody had come together. And, um, and yeah, everybody was on the dance floor in the middle of the conference and having a whale of a time. So, it was, yeah, it was it really felt like, you know, Brighton Music Conference had properly established itself as a really strong leading conference in in the UK, in the music industry's conferences that, you know, around the world. And and it was, you know, it was a really great feeling and everybody was on cloud nine. So, yeah, it was all good. That was my high point. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> that sounds like an awesome high point. It's now in its fifth year. 2019 will be its sixth year. Jude, have you got any particular BMC highlights? The highlight for me, I've worked at the conference for the last four years. I'm actually, I work on the door. Yeah. To, uh, uh, I love that. I chose to do that because it's where you get to meet everybody. And also you hear the chat. You hear what's working, what's not working, what people are excited about. And in fact, that's one of the reasons why we, we created Women in Dance Music, because I realised that there were not the women coming through the door as much as we'd have liked to have seen. So we set out, obviously, to, to change that amongst, amongst other things. And uh, yeah, so my highlight was the launch of... The collective last year, Hotel Palarocco was brilliant. It was like a house party. It's exactly the vibe we wanted. It's a great venue, isn't it? We, it was brilliant. We had uh, had some great DJs, DJ Ray. Yeah, it was it's the UK's most rock and roll hotel. And it was. We love and, a bit of rock uh, and roll. <laughs> yeah, and it was just so much fun, and it was great to see something that we we'd talked about for a year coming to life. And uh, yeah, look forward to. We didn't throw thing. any televisions out the window, though, did we? No. Not that rock and roll. <laughs> Maybe in 2019 we can no. aim for that. It was a, do you know what? It was a really inspiring event and something that really demonstrated how much it meant to the community of, you know, industry workers were how many people were there because the way that Brighton Music Conference works every year is we hold it in a particular space with everything nearby so that it's really convenient for people to get around. And Hotel Pelorocco actually isn't that close to the Dome, is it? No, we don't like following the norm. No. We picked the venue that was right for what we wanted yeah. to create. And that effort, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm identifying with. That was the only thing people, we were worried about. People yeah. 
made that trip, even though, you know, we all know it's not that far, but they made that trip to be there and to be inclusive and to be part of this movement and part of something new happening that's attached to a conference that we all know and love. Uh, that really demonstrated, you know, so much belief mm. in, and belief in what you guys are doing and what is going to be happening over the coming years. So yeah. wait till you see what's happening this year, which yeah. clearly we're not allowed to talk about. We're yet. not allowed to talk <laughs> about. We're not, we're not, we're not. But it's going to be amazing and it's going to be invite only to our collective for what's going to happen. And it's and the great thing about the Hotel Palarocco is this year it's right next to the whole conference centre as it's at the British Airways I360 complex. Yeah. So it's literally opposite. So whereas everybody was having to do the uh, 15, 20 minute walk from the do dome. You know they, year, they followed us. Well, they did. There you go. So how do you feel about this move to the I360? Let's talk about it. What do you think? It's amazing because it, it's it, it's about being in Brighton is about being by the seaside, right? You yeah, know, it's iconic. It's we're on the beach, we're on the sea. We're obviously hoping for um, a bit of sunshine, but hey, fingers crossed. Exactly, but it's still it's a really beautiful venue. It's only opened just over a year. Yeah, you know, it's really new. It's just, you know, it's got the perfect setup. It's all in one place. You yeah. know, they're really nice to work with, and yeah, it's 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 a great conference centre. So. And I think for networking, it's got it's got um it's got a better space for networking this year. Exactly. And yeah. I think that's what it's all about. We'll bring all the academy and the pro theatres together for uh, sort of around the bar lounge area. Yeah. There's loads of space, loads of breakout rooms, big terrace. We won't lose people to the local pubs because there's a good drinking space inside <laughs> the venue. Holding them away from the pubs, yeah. Like Steve Mack. <laughs> <laughs> now, Maybe cut you, that out. You, <laughs> or not. Um, now, we've, we've all attended quite a few different music conferences, you know, that are geared around the dance music industry. How do you feel that Brighton Music Conference, you know, compares to those other conferences? No comparison. No? Okay. <laughs> See what our loyalty's like. No, no, yeah. but I have, to, I have to say truly, no, from no. Having, having spent the last two years going round the different music conferences, they're all good in their own right. But one, to me, what stands out about Brighton Music Conference is the level of people who are there and the people who are genuinely there to connect, to talk to, to network. It's because it's kept into a, I don't know, maybe it's because it's a smaller space. You have access, you see everybody. Yeah, I think it's very accessible um, to everybody, whereas some of the conferences can feel a little bit like, mm. you know, everybody's not welcome, whereas, you know, everybody is very, very welcome within Brighton Music totally. Conference. And, and at the end of the day, it's... It's about time that the UK had its own leading dance music conference as we've always been at the forefront of UK music culture or dance music culture. Um, and we've always gone off, you know, I've been going over to ADE for the last 15 years, been going to IMS for 10 years, you know, we always kind of showing fly around the world. I know, I am showing my <laughs> age. But, um, yeah, we fly around the world and go to all of these different conferences. But actually, you know, the UK has got amazing amazing yeah. talent and we should have always had a conference here so i was very excited when when brian music conference started up because i was like it's about time the uk mm, had its own this. proper dance what a music perfect conference. setting yeah. for it too but especially for the um so one of the big focuses for bmc has always been about bringing people up in the industry and that the ticket prices keep that so accessible mm. to the up-and-coming yeah kids you know or or people who are a little bit more established but perhaps can't afford the investment to go overseas and pay for the big ticket prices. So, yeah, accessibility, inclusivity, all of these words. And also, it's bloody good fun. 
It's it really is. It's That's such, such good night. Who doesn't want to come to Brighton for yeah. a couple of days? Yeah. And it really, it really is for everyone as well. <laughs> it really is, yeah. yeah. No, whether you've been in the industry for the last 20 years or whether you've been in it for six months. Or 20 minutes. Or yeah. 20 minutes. Yeah. Or, or not even in it yet, yeah. but just want to know what's, you know... How to, to be able to move into it and to mm -hmm. meet people and to get advice and all of those kind of things. It is, there's something for everybody. Now, our next track has been out a little while. Not too long, though. Tell us a bit about it. So, it's only been out since 14th September. Um, this is a track by Jay Delise and Marco Grosso called Departures, but it's the Alicia remix. Now, Alicia is a new artist coming out of Peterborough. Uh, she's resident for the um, Habitat Night at the Source Bar in Maidstone. Um, she's come to my attention. She seems to be doing really well, pushing herself really hard um, and, and making some great music. And um, looks like she's a really good DJ as well. So she's got it all going on. Let's check it out. Thank you. 
Agenda has suddenly got a bit tough. <laughs> well, we've got um, we have got a techno track coming up after this one. But before we move into yeah. the tough time of techno, um, we um, one of the girls that contacted me. So I said I was going to be recording the um, Women in Dance Music Collective podcast today, and went out to see you know who was out there and and get some new inspiration. And and for me, I think it's always important as well because the ones that are that come in and go yeah yeah play my track or or get in touch are the ones that are really trying hard which i think needs to be kind of um rewarded rewarded that's the right word recognized yeah. recognized indeed so so sarah miller also i think she has been on we are listening or she was definitely from that we are listening group from tour room um and i checked out her music she was born and raised in soviet union classically trained and been composing music since the age of 15 um, and her first release was on Eat and Messy now this is like a really kind of bouncy track um, it was picked up for airplay by Pete Tong amazing um, and it's called Eliza's Way <laughs> Hi, this is Sarah Miller, and you are listening to the Women in Dance Music Collective podcast.
absolutely amazing. And the fact that they've contacted you through just like a Facebook post, wasn't it, right? Yeah, that's you know, right. That goes to show that you are out there and you're looking for this talent to amplify. You know, you are doing exactly what you say you are going to do as part of Women in Dance Music Collective. And you're demonstrating how important it is to stay connected and to do that networking. Yeah, I mean, there, there's so much, so many artists and so much music out there that to, to keep track of it is pretty impossible. So yeah. it's always really good for people to come in and, and let, let you know what they're up to. Um, and and send you their music and, and see if you like it. That's yeah. what it's all about. And I really day. hope kind of your decision to put that message out there and say, look, I'm, I'm going to listen to all of this music and I might play some, you know, that's really empowering for people that are just starting their journey in the music business. And it's important to let them know that you did that because we all get sent so much music mm, all of the exactly. time, yeah. don't we? And it might not all get listened to. No. And that's the tough thing for yeah. any artist that's trying to break through, you know, getting people to listen to you when they're being sent hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of tracks a week yeah. is really, really difficult. So, so you know, when, when somebody does go out and say, I'm looking for, for tracks to play in my radio show or whatever it may be, make sure you're putting yourself out there and going, yeah, look, this is my music, see if you like it. If it doesn't get taken up, don't worry about it, you know, maybe, or if it doesn't even get listened to, don't take it personally. That's my kind of best advice to Is artists. Is it? Yeah, I was well. just going to ask what your best advice to artists yeah. was, but you picked up on it there, so great. Yeah, I mean, you've you got, you got to roll with the kind of, roll with the punches and, and the knocks, especially in the music industry. And, and that kind of does bring me on to my kind of next track as well in the fact of I really noticed when I was going through and researching more female artists um, that, some of the biggest names, a lot of the biggest names of female artists play techno. And I wonder if that is because quite often you need to be, it really does help if you're a strong kind of kick-ass woman in this business because, you know, you have to, you have to promote yourself and you have to be able to take the knocks and, and you have to have a strong and tough skin. And kind of techno music kind of leads to that kind of, of lady, really, you know, somebody that likes to be really really strong because it's such strong music and I you know I look at people like Nina Kravitz, Ellen Alien, Nicole Mudaba, Monica Cruz, Miss Kitten, Charlotte DeWitt, Amelia Lenz, all massive massive techno artists but female and I couldn't find as many big female house artists or or tech house artists or even which I thought there would be kind of more disco which is kind of more okay. more female led but no it seems to be the biggest names of techno or some huge names of techno loads of female artists it's interesting that you've identified that maybe that's something we can delve into a little bit more we've got something really tough coming up right now yeah. haven't we so talking of techno um we have got a new newer girl on the techno sphere called mary she's a melbourne-based producer making waves on the melbourne underground music scene uh, this track is called Perplex EP. It's on Over Records. It's currently number 38 in the Top 100 Beatport Techno Chart. This is Mary, and you're listening to the Women in Dance Music Podcast.
Seriously tough there with Mari's Perplex. Now, Jude, where did that track just take you back to? God, okay, that was in the depths of dark tunnels underneath <laughs> the Vauxhall station, dancing in the early hours. Probably late night vibes. And Jude, what are you feeling excited about over the next 12 months with Women in Dance Music Collective? Well, there's been an awful lot going on behind the scenes, not to mention funding, partnership, all of those uh things that we all deal with across the music industry. <laughs> exactly. And loads of people wanting to be involved and, and, you know, like I said, want to partner with us, which has been phenomenal. So it's been about choosing the right 
direction that we want to take in and and but one message I really want to share is that we are very inclusive um you know the collective is open to anybody who is involved in the dance music industry it's primarily focused at amplifying the women but also you know we, we are working with the guys it, it's about you know the voices have got to come from the top everyone's got to be behind what we're doing in order to have an impact in the industry now, you are both going to be at Bryson Music Conference in April 2019. And that, I'm guessing, is where people can come and speak to you, connect with you and find out more about the collective. Yeah, of course. And, you know, feel free to get in touch with our Facebook, um, message us on Instagram, however you want to get in contact with us. I think we've got news at wdmccollective.com. Is that set up now? Yep, yep. So, so yeah, if anybody's got info that they want to send us so that we can look, you know, we can't promise to to post everything up but if people have got news and info that they want to send us then send that to news at wdmccollective.com um, and yeah if anybody wants to message us you can get in touch with us on the Facebook page now, Thank you so much for joining me to kind of share your personal experiences thank you for having and us. your plans for WDMC I know that a lot of it is tightly under wraps but I'm really excited about what you've got coming because the response from the industry has been simply amazing uh, you are just like the perfect front for it, aren't you? Oh, really, that, you are a formidable nice force you and you so. are well placed. <laughs> and with all of your experience, you know, in the industry and other areas, I just know that this is going to be a collective that people are going to be talking about and want to be a part of. And it's going to feel meaningful. And I think that's what's really important in the dance music industry is to get as many kind of meaningful, agen meaningful agendas mm -hmm. working yeah. around what we do and shaping what we do and who exactly. we are and actually tangible we want yeah. to be in a position you know in two years time to say look look what's happened look look you know we shouldn't even be having a conversation about diversity by the way yeah exactly. that's when you know that all of these things and missions and everybody else who are doing great things has worked yeah 100 percent. Yeah. now what's the final track so uh, this final track is a track that I was playing on the radio about six years ago. Um, it came out in 2014. It's by a South African Swiss DJ, um, kind of deep house, which says deep house, but I wouldn't necessarily say this is deep house, uh, but it's an absolutely amazing track. This is Nora M. Pure with Sweet Melody.
the WDMC podcast in association with Brighton Music Conference powered by Sharpstream. <laughs>